0: Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on.
1: Taking a look at our frost advisory. It covers almost the entire viewing era. Coldest morning that we've seen so far this season. But I'll show you who is more likely to see frost than others.
2: There's more security at a Raleigh school today after a nearby shooting that has parents on edge.
3: It feels very unsafe sometimes. You know, and to think about like, oh, now we have to be careful at two thirty.
2: And the latest shooting comes as Raleigh city leaders are talking about how to improve safety downtown.
3: Plus, Durham police are trying to find out how a person died, and then their body ends up in a trash can. I'm Brittany, live in the WRL breaking news tracker with what police have revealed so far
4: and new funding for your child's school breakfast. What we're expecting to hear from Governor Cooper today during a visit to a Durham school. It is 6 o'clock, and maybe you're enjoying your breakfast now, and we appreciate you tuning in so we can get you up to speed on what you need to know. First of all, it is chilly out there. I'm Renee Chu.
2: I'm Jeff Hogan. Maybe some hot cereal today for Mm -hmm. breakfast might be a good way to start off with your hot coffee or whatever your favorite drink is. Elizabeth Gardner is in the WRN Severe Weather Center right now with that blanket of blue all over us out there. Yes,
1: frost advisory. Uh, Of course, the coldest morning that we've seen so far this season. If we drop to 38 in the triangle, which is what we're forecasting, it'll be the coldest morning since April 11th. Of course we'll have plenty of more of this uh, coming our way in the next few weeks. Let's take a look at some of those temperatures. We dropped to 32 in Siler City in Roxborough. You're more likely to see frost in our northern or western counties. You're also much more likely to see it in a rural area than you are if you live in town. For example, in Durham and Raleigh, it's 40 in Lewisburg. It's 32 right now, 38 in Rocky Mount and Wilson. Uh, but even if you live near Rocky Mountain Wilson, if you a- are out in the county, you have a better chance of seeing some frost. It's 32 in Rocky and Sanford 34 in Rayford 34 in Southern Pines but it's 38 in Clinton 36 right now in Smithfield we take a look at our 24-hour temperature change running anywhere from about 5 to about 10 degrees cooler than this time yesterday our skies are clear it's a beautiful look here at Zebulon this morning the uh, uh, their town hall there their historic building 40 degrees though right here around the triangle our skies are clear so the top of the tower is all lit up in blue it's going to stay chilly this morning but we climbed to 63 at lunchtime and a nice mild afternoon In the 70s. If you're hoping for one more blast of warm temperatures, it's coming by the weekend. I'll show you how close we'll be to records. Coming up, Brian.
5: 602 right now, Elizabeth, and we're still all clear around the triangle with no trouble showing up anywhere in Wake County. No crashes at this point. All of our major routes are looking fine. US 1 through Cary from Apex all the way up into Raleigh is looking good. And out of the northern side of Wake County, Wake Forest and Rollsville, you're looking fine on Capitol Boulevard and also on Lewisburg Road. In Durham, major routes are clear, including 885. Looking at that line live camera at Ellis Road. Both directions looking good between I-40 and I-85. Your safety in
2: downtown Raleigh is top of mind this morning. City leaders are addressing their policies while a school is increasing security. This all comes after police say a man shot a 15-year-old near Moore Square Middle School yesterday. WIRO's Kelsey Confi is outside the school this morning. and Kelsey, there's growing concern about crime in that area of Raleigh.
6: Jeff, there sure is. And just scary moments yesterday here at Moore Square Magnet Middle. And this morning, uh, security will be ramped up in light of what happened with that shooting. A 15-year-old is still in critical condition this morning. Police arrested 22-year-old Stephen Stanley in connection to the shooting. He's charged with assault and being a felon with a firearm. Sky5 flew over the scene as the school went under lockdown yesterday. WREL's data trackers invested police reports within one block of Moore Square. They found crime has gone up 51% since last year. People who live nearby are noticing the trend.
3: Having a child myself, it feels very unsafe sometimes, you know, and to think about like, oh now we have to be careful at 2.30. I mean, it's one thing to think about 10 o'clock in the evening or 11 o'clock, but 2.30 in the afternoon in broad daylight.
6: And school officials here say that they will have counselors available for both students and staff today. Kelsey Coffey, WRL News, live in Raleigh.
2: All this comes at a time when we're expecting an update on efforts to keep people safe in downtown Raleigh. City staff is expected to share more information about its plans for safety improvements with city council today. This comes after the downtown Raleigh Alliance and others shared their concerns last month. This includes problems with crime in the downtown transit center and Glenwood South areas. Raleigh police are already planning to add more patrols to those areas.
1: A
4: body found in a trash bin in Durham has police looking for answers. The grisly discovery happened on Rosewood Street, just a few blocks away from North Carolina Central University. Brett Neese is live in Durham, reporting from the WRL breaking news tracker as investigators work to figure out how this happened. Brett.
3: Yeah, Renee, there's still not a lot of details that have been released uh, from this investigation at this point. So we're asking those questions from Durham police. But I want to get you to the video from the WRL Breaking News Tracker to show you what this scene looked like. Police were called out to this home on Rosewood Street around 6 o'clock last night. That's when they made this discovery. And since then, they've been working to figure out, first, how did this person die? And then, secondly, how did that person's body end up in a trash can? along that street. It's just a bizarre situation that has unfolded in that neighborhood. That neighborhood is just about a mile from the police department, a block away from uh, Alston Avenue, as you saw there in that map earlier. But we're asking the Durham Police Department for those details, if they've made any progress in this investigation. As soon as we get that update from the Durham Police Department, we'll pass it along. Live in Durham, Brittany, WRL News.
2: New this morning, two
3: Israeli women
2: freed after being taken hostage in Gaza are now in a hospital in Tel Aviv. The women arrived by helicopter early this morning. Soldiers carried them into the hospital on stretchers. The 79-year-old and 85-year-old women were kidnapped near the Gaza border along with their husbands. October 7th, Hamas is still holding their husbands.
4: Happening this morning, we'll learn about new funding for your child's school breakfast here in North Carolina. WRL's Laura Levine is live at Glen Elementary School in Durham. And Laura, the governor, will be there this morning to make an announcement. And Governor Cooper will be serving breakfast at... Glen Elementary School to students there before making the announcement regarding school breakfast funding. The new state budget does include money to help more low-income kids eat for free. Some students meet federal guidelines for free lunches, but others only qualify for reduced-price meals. Six million dollars in this year's budget will cover the cost of meals for those students, and about 25,000 students statewide pay for they pay a reduced price out of pocket. There's also incentive money for schools to sign up for a federal program for free student meals. We've also heard from Durham's new superintendent on his first day on the job, expressed his support for universal free meals within Durham Public Schools. Governor Cooper is expected to make an announcement on this topic at 8 this morning.
2: Also this morning, construction begins on Go Triangle's new Raleigh Union Station bus facility. It'll be at the corner of West and Martin Street in Raleigh's Warehouse District. The project will connect forms of transportation from biking and walking to bus services and the future bus rapid transit and rail projects. This rendering is what the facility will look like. A private development called Union West is also included in the project, and that will have apartments and retail space. Groundbreaking is at 10 this morning.
4: Hollywood's actors have now been on strike for 100 days. The new negotiations that could bring us closer to getting TV and movie productions back on track.
7: And this off-duty pilot right here now facing dozens of attempted murder charges for trying to crash a plane loaded with passengers. What we're finding out about the accused pilot at the center of this midair scare. And meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner now uh, definitely jacket required today.
1: Much cooler than it was yesterday. 10 to 15 degrees cooler. We have some temperatures near freezing. It's 32 in Roxburgh, 34 in Southern Pines. We do have a frost advisory for most of the viewing area, but I'll show you who of you are more likely to see frost coming up.
0: As you get into your car, tune to WRL News Plus on your radio in Raleigh on 99.3 FM, in Durham 96.5 FM, and everywhere on 101.5 HD3.
1: 11 frost advisory in effect for most of our counties. If you live in the county and not in town, you're more likely to see frost than if you live, you know, in one of the cities like Raleigh, Durham, uh, Southern Pines, Goldsboro. In town, you're not likely to see frost uh, as widespread as we will in uh, in some of the rural areas. Juppel Hill probably not going to see a whole lot of frost right in town, but it is 32 in Lewisburg now. It's 34 in Southern Pines, 34 Tarboro, 37 Irwin, and in South Hill. So a lot of places are colder than they were this time yesterday. If you're about to head out the door for some exercise, it, it kind of feels like winter out there this morning, but it'll feel nice this afternoon. We'll see mostly sunny skies was hot high, with highs in the low 70s. We have the potential for some record highs over the weekend. I'll show you coming up, Brian.
5: 612 Elizabeth. I've been watching those sensors throughout the region. Not seeing any big problems right now in Durham, Chapel Hill, and Hillsboro. I-85 and I-40 are looking clear there. And through Wake County, we're not seeing any big problems. I am getting reports of a minor crash in the south part of Raleigh at Gorman Street at I-40, but I'm not seeing any problems showing up on those sensor readings there. So that's some good news. Take a live look at Glenwood Avenue at Creedmoor Road. We're looking back toward the west. So this is inbound traffic coming in from Millbrook back toward Creedmoor. All clear right now on both sides of Glenwood Avenue.
4: Brian, thanks. Lawmakers in the state Senate have agreed on new congressional districts that would give Republicans a significant edge in upcoming elections for U.S. House seats. Democratic lawmakers say the GOP is trying to push out vocal political opponents while also limiting the influence of black voters statewide. Republicans defended the charges. The changes. More changes could be on the way as lawmakers work to finalize the maps. A final vote is expected tomorrow.
2: No injuries after this house fire in Fuqua Arena produced all that smoke. You see, Sky Five was over this home at Eagle River Drive and Wilburn Road just yesterday afternoon. This home is in a heavily wooded area. Visibility was limited. You can barely see the home there and large plumes of smoke there. Several emergency responders were on scene. Officials tell us the home was vacant and had no power.
4: Now to a story a lot of people are talking about this morning. An off-duty Alaska Airlines pilot is in jail this morning, facing 83 counts of attempted murder for trying to crash a plane loaded with passengers. WRL's Ken Smith joins us now with what investigators are finding out about this pilot. Ken.
7: You know, Renee, it's not uncommon for off-duty pilots to hitch a ride in the jump seat of the cockpit, and that's exactly what this accused pilot was doing well, the pilots working this flight says 44-year-old Joseph Emerson tried to grab a lever that would have shut down the engines mid-flight. Now, the pilots were able to subdue him and get him out of the cockpit. Now, Emerson was hitching a ride home to a San Francisco suburb. One neighbor says Emerson is a husband and father of two, and there was nothing abnormal about him.
5: Very caring, loves his kids, and very nice to our grandson when he's over there. It was very shocking, like anything that... Out of the norm, basically, that uh, something this big is very very shocking, basically.
7: We all know that pilots must undergo regular mental evaluations. Alaska Airlines says throughout Emerson's career, he completed his mandated FAA medical certifications and at no point were his certifications denied, suspended or revoked. The flight attendants working that flight reportedly told passengers Emerson may have suffered some type of mental break. Now, the airline says Emerson had been with the company since 2001. He's scheduled to make his first court appearance today. Now, stay tuned for additional reporting on this story. Coming up on today at 7, right after a morning news. And Renee, you can only imagine how scary this was for passengers.
4: Unbelievably terrifying. And authorities emphasize that this was not an act of terrorism. Right. The FAA says this had nothing to do with current world events. No matter the reason why, though, just what an ordeal for yeah, those passengers. Absolutely. Ken, thanks. And happening right now in the WREL Live Center, we're continuing to follow that breaking news out of Germany after two cargo ships collided in the North Sea and several people are missing. We know one of those ships, a British cargo ship, has sunk after the collision. This is a picture of that ship that officials say sunk. They say so far one person has been rescued, but again, several others are missing. Rescuers are searching for them right now. The ships uh, were headed from Germany to England. The other ship remained afloat. That ship had 22 people aboard.
2: A Goldsboro man will be in court today after police say he crashed into a police car while trying to escape arrest. Police say they tried to arrest 32-year-old Daniel Darden on domestic warrants around 3 yesterday afternoon when he drove away. Another officer who tried to make a traffic stop says Darden crashed into his car several times. After a short chase, Darden then barricaded himself into an apartment on Olivia Lane. Finally, he was arrested after a two-hour standoff. No one was hurt. He is facing several charges, including assault with a deadly weapon on law enforcement.
4: Today, negotiation talks will resume between Hollywood actors and studios. This will be the first time the two sides hold discussions in almost two weeks. Members were back on the picket line yesterday in California. They've been on strike for more than 100 days now. This is the first industry-wide strike in more than 40 years.
2: College basketball season starts today with the ACC tip-off in Charlotte. WRLs Chris Lee, Pat Welter, and Brian Murphy will all be in the Queen City. The women get things started today. The men follow tomorrow
4: today we have the coldest morning of the season. We have to go all the way back to April for temperatures like this.
1: Elizabeth Gardner with a look around town at just how cold it is. Yeah, so we'll certainly have even colder mornings in the weeks and months to come, but uh, the first time that we've seen temperatures this cool this fall, we take a look at Goldsboro and Fayetteville, Apex Chapel Hill, courtesy of Top of the Hill Restaurant. Our skies are clear. That's one of the reasons that our temperatures have dropped so quickly. Our frost advisory includes almost the entire viewing area, but if you're living, in uh, in town, in Durham and Raleigh or Rocky Mount, um, you're not as likely to see frost if you live in a rural area. you know, Out in the county, out in the country, that's where you're much more likely to see frost this morning, especially in our northern and our western counties. Look at that. Southern Pines sitting at 34 right now. It's 32 in Roxboro, certainly up along the Virginia line. We're seeing temperatures closer to freezing, but it's 40 in Durham and Raleigh, 42 in Fayetteville, 35 in Goldsboro, 38 in Rocky Mount, but again, right outside of town, those temperatures may be even cooler. Here's a look at the big picture. We have a giant area of high pressure that's keeping things nice and dry for us. It's holding rain back to the West. We're gonna end up seeing a lot of rain across parts of the Midwest over the next few days. Look at this bright red and orange areas are gonna take us up to maybe five plus inches of rain. That could cause some flooding, but this is an area that's been suffering from drought, so I know they're gonna welcome some rain, um, just hopefully without the flooding. We take a look at our area in the next seven days, and we're likely to stay very dry. That's likely to continue into the weekend could be the middle of next week before we have much of a chance for rain. We take a look at the tropics. Right here is Hurricane Tammy. It is about to weaken to a tropical storm right now. It just has winds at 75 miles per hour. It's moving northeast and then it's going to swing around, make that left turn across Bermuda with the winds over the weekend at about 50 miles per hour. Storm surge is probably going to be a real issue there, um, but the winds at 50 miles per hour can do some minor damage, but certainly not uh, like a category one storm. And then what happens? Take a look at the computer model. A lot of them swing it to the left, of course, and then some start to swing it back out into the Atlantic. We take a look at the European model, and it would be more of a worst-case scenario for us. And you can see that it just doesn't look too bad. It's going to move across Bermuda and weaken as it does that. And as it continues to push toward the United States, the whole system falls apart. Even if it didn't fall apart, we have a front or a trough that's going to be swinging through, and it would kick it out of our area. This is Wednesday at 5 a.m. Notice that rain getting close to North Carolina, but it should keep things dry for trick or treat time. Kind of a sneak peek at what could be coming on Tuesday. Of course, it's way early to promise that it will be dry, but right now it looks like that front will stay to our West through trick or treat time. Another tropical depression 21 moving on shore in Mexico shouldn't cause anyone any real problems. Of course, it's a cold start this morning, not as cold tomorrow morning, but still jacket weather in the mid 40s. And then after that, we have a huge warm up. It's likely that we'll end up with uh, some records over the weekend. I'll show you which day could be the record high coming up, Brian.
5: It is 620 Elizabeth and we are still watching this crash reported on the southwest side of Raleigh at Gorman Street right around I-40 at that interchange. I'm not seeing any delay showing up on the sensors there, no indication of any big problems with that reported minor crash, but I'll watch the sensors just north of Tryon Road, let you know how that's looking. Around the rest of the triangle, still nice and quiet on major routes, no trouble coming in from Johnston County on 40 westbound and in Durham right now, between Durham and Chapel Hill I-40 looks good between 15501 and 885.
2: Thanks, Brian. Another vote happens today in the U.S. House where it's been close to three weeks without a speaker. The steps being taken today to get someone appointed to that post and get lawmakers back to work.
6: And
4: one team has punched its ticket to the Fall Classic. There will be a new World Series champion this year as the Astros are heading home.
2: We're winning lottery numbers from the NC Education Lottery on your screen right now.
0: What's Trending report sponsored by Rug and Home.
4: The Rock's latest battle isn't happening in a movie or a wrestling ring, it's in a museum.
5: And Brian Schrader is here now with What's Trending. All about this, Brian. Indeed. Dwayne Johnson shared a video from a comedian roasting a new wax figure at a museum in France. The Rock said that he contacted the museum asking for some changes, starting with his skin color. The museum responded quickly, saying its artists already are working on those changes.
4: (laughs) Yeah, the Wax Museum, uh, fairly light there. The the comedian talked about how uh, the rock looked like a pebble and said he looked like a member of the royal family. I mean, uh, just roasting it. And so that caught... Dwayne Johnson's attention, and he's working with the museum now to get that fixed.
2: Looks like old Mr. Clean from the commercial, it doesn't he? Does. Does.
5: Yeah, he <laughs> does. It, right? Come on, he's got me the wrong. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, would you sleep on an old stained pillow? Well, a social media user lit the fuse on the debate by posting a picture of one, ugh, and insisting that other men know, quote, this thing is magic. Many agreed, saying that it just means it's broken in for comfort, and those who have given them up have regretted it. Some shared different opinions, though, saying that it is, in fact, disgusting.
2: The headline on this says, people are divided over whether or not this is gross.
1: Where's Where, the division? Where's the
4: division?
0: Are you kidding
1: me? Put a pillowcase on it.
2: Yeah.
1: Move on. Right, no,
2: exactly. Put it in the dumpster. Yeah.
3: That,
1: <laughs>
2: That that is for I, I sentimental can't
3: reasons. Like I'm
2: all for like lived-in stuff, you know, having mm-hmm. stuff broken.
3: That's just the Vintage reason it's
2: yellow. I don't uh, even want to know yeah. why Yeah, biohazard. It's How does it get yes. yellow? I don't. So know.
4: unsanitary. I don't.
2: Gross.
4: Okay. Gross. <laughs> Gross. All right. Brian. Thanks. Texas Rangers going to the
2: World Series. They pounded the Houston Astros in Game Seven of the American League Championship Series last night, 11 to four. They take the AL pennant. First time the Rangers have made the World Series since 2011 and they will face the winner of tonight's National League version of their Game 7 between Philadelphia and Arizona. And Game 1 of the World Series is all set. That'll be Friday night at 8 o'clock on Fox 50.
4: An upset on Monday Night Football as the Minnesota Vikings handed the San Francisco 49ers their second straight loss. The Vikings ended San Francisco's comeback chances as defender Cameron Bynum intercepted quarterback Brock Purdy twice in the fourth quarter. Minnesota came away with a 22-17 win. The Vikings are now 3-4 and four on the season. The 49ers
1: dropped to 5-2. and two. We have a frost advisory that's in effect this morning, the coldest morning we've seen so far this season, but not everybody's likely to see frost. I'll show you who is more likely to have to scrape the windshields
6: this morning coming up. Thousands of students across the state depend on free or reduced meals at school. Today, we're going to get an update from the governor here at a school in Durham on how some of that funding will be dispersed.
2: Also, students and parents will notice additional security at Moore Square Magnet Middle School today. It comes a day after a shooting near that school has people who live nearby worried.